This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106, 7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. Going to talk some puck now. Capitals lost last night, kind of struggling. Tark El Bashir covers the Washington Capitals for Monumental Sports. Caps Insider, he joins us now on the BetQL Guest Hotline. Hey, Tark. Good morning, Junks. How you guys doing? Tark, what's up? Good. Hey, you know what? Let's start with Ovi because we were in a little debate and cake said that he doesn't, he's, he's not even really watching the caps now for, for playoffs. He's, he's lowered his expectations. He's, he's I mean, all about the OV chase and I, he's not scoring goals. I mean, that's a little premature. I still think if they, if they go on a heater and string together some wins that they could, you know, grab a wild card spot, but it's, it's getting, what's the saying? Precarious. It's getting, it's getting late early. Is that, is that the saying? Cause Spencer Carberry said as much, Post game last night, right. he said, "This is the most important stretch. We need to start getting wins. We're, it's playoff time right now for us." I'm paraphrasing. All right, but the point is, yeah, you you he's do right. you do care about Ovi breaking oh, Gretzky's I, record. I have a vested and he's not financial goals. interest. Yes. And we got into this debate, and we saw some data, but you watched them far more closely than bucks. us. So is Ovi <laughs> skating slower? Is he shooting slower? Why isn't he scoring goals? Yeah, I, 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 yes. The answer is yes. Um, I mean, he's 38 years old. He does not get around the rink the same at the same speed or the same pace or the same vigor that he used to. But we saw that last year, and he scored 42 goals. And he kind of slowed down the year before that, and he scored 50 goals. So what's happening right now? And I've talked to people around the league, and obviously I've watched every game. It's it's almost inexplicable. Um, uh, you start looking for 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 little things and. And as far as I can tell, guys, to me it looks like his radar is off a little bit when it comes to his shot. Um, he's generating shots almost at the same clip as he has in previous seasons. It's a little down. It's, it's off by a, a, a couple of percentage points. Um, but his expected goals right now, guys, it's fi- almost 15 goals. He should have, based on underlying analytics, where he shoots the puck from, he should have 15 goals. Instead, he's got eight. I mean, normally he's a little ahead of that pace anyway, but when you look at a player's expected goals and actual goals, and it's almost 50%, so I mean, it's almost, you know, um, a half, mm. then you start looking for the little things. And to me, guys, it looks like he's getting decent scoring chances, but in years past where he would take that one-timer from the circle or he would, um, um, you know, wind up from even a little bit further out, he was beating goalies over the glove 
over mm-hmm. the blocker, below the blocker. Now he's hitting the goaltender. Now, I know he's had a problem with his sticks. And, look, you, you never want to be the guy, the tradesman who blames his tools. But I do know he's had a really big problem with the sticks that he's had this year. Um, he started up the year with CCMs. He switched over to Bauer. The other day I was at practice. He was trying a warrior. He's been going back and forth. You know, I, I wonder if, if that is in his head a little bit, but it's also making a material difference mm. in, in how he's shooting the puck. But, I mean, look, analytics aren't the end-all and be-all, but when your underlying numbers say you should have 15 goals and you got eight, it's like, what is happening? I mean, his shooting percentage, guys, it's like around 6%. Yeah. It's always been around 13 or 14. Right, right. And when you're at this point in the season – you know, for let's say in November, I was like, "Oh, that's going to turn around." I mean, th- that's just that's just we, we play a stupid game on ice. There's posts, things happen uh, in a game that are kind of random. That's going to turn around. You, it you, hasn't turned around. Yeah, right. That's where you start getting concerned. Right. Two things. One thing is an interesting side note. I've also noticed that he's mishandling a lot of pucks. And somebody yeah, said yeah. to me that it's because of the stick issue that like. And maybe because he's wanting more power or whatever, he's, like, curving his stick more. I don't know. You, your kids play hockey. You play hockey. I, I don't know anything about it. But it, it, could that be a factor? He, he is mishandling pucks. But, again, you know, maybe at a greater rate than past seasons. But I kind of noticed that last year, too. Yeah. He still scored 42 goals. Right. Um, so I, I do think the sticks might have something to do with it, really. But I also think it might be in his head to a certain extent. Uh, because I, I do know he is changing sticks quite often. Um, Second question. Uh, Second question for yeah. you. I don't mean to cut you off, but I know the other boys have questions. Um, second question is, like, JP was showing me that his uh, his uh, fastest shot speed is down, like, seven miles per hour from last year. And I'm like, there's no way he's seven miles per hour slower in one year, ten miles per hour. There's just no way. He's yeah, I, average. I have There's no that. way. I have not noticed that, but, but yes. there is there is a website uh, called NHL Edge that's run by the league where they actually measure um, uh, shot speed. I, I don't know if that's average speed or 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 what. But no, I, I think I, it was fastest. It was max shot speed and it's come the down well, uh, the last three that's years. That's different than average. It's totally so, different. Yeah. So 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 that doesn't totally surprise me. Again. That is a 38-year-old player right. who just isn't swinging his stick at the same with the same vigor and velocity that he did before. That that happens. Um, but th- again, the the thing that I think myself and other people around the league are struggling to wrap their head around is going from 50 to 42 to now eight on pace for like 14. Like, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think bad luck. It's just frustrating. All right. So last night, Tark, I didn't see any of the game. All right, bet on it, but I didn't see it. Um, I, I just see Darcy gives up five. Now, how many of those five were on him? So the, the first two, I don't think he had um, um, a whole lot to do with. Uh, you know, one was a weird bounce off the inboards. Um, the other, you know, good shot. I, I, the third one, I think from, from Marcus Johansson, uh, he would want that one back. But again, you know, having talked to goalies now for two decades, I'll tell you this. You know they'll tell you when a goal is bad, but there are so many mitigating mitigating circumstances and things mm-hmm. like you know did a defenseman get his stick on the shooter's stick blade? And I thought that might have happened. If that changes the trajectory of that puck by you know three inches, and you put your glove out where it looks like it's going to go and it goes over, you know everyone in the stands and on tel- television is going ah that was a bad goal, but you just didn't see other things that happened. Um, 
Kemper has had a really hot and cold season. It's been it's been kind of weird. Um, yeah. You know, he's a, one of the top goaltenders in the league when it comes to steals. You know, and and that's when a, a goalie essentially puts a team on his back and wills them to victory. He's got four. Charlie Lindgren has four. Um, uh, you, you know, that, that that's that's among the best in the league. But then he's also had those games where it's like, oh. Uh, that just didn't look right. And and the thing that's been a recurring theme for Darcy, and I think he would even tell you this, are sometimes the Capitals need that big save first, in that first shot, that second shot, just to kind of get into the game, get their legs on their, uh, under them. And I feel like too many times this year, whether it's a, you know, um, a good shot or not, that first save, Charlie has made that save and Darcy hasn't, and that just changes the entire dynamic of the game. The Capitals do not play a style and aren't good enough in their in their kind of arc right now to go down two goals and storm back and win three to two. That's just not who they are. If they can score that first goal or get out of the first period tied one one or two two, that's when you are able. That's when you see them uh, uh, able to win because they've been very good in the third period. They're a decent defending team. And the goaltenders have been, for the most part, very good. And they can kind of, you know, with guts and guile and, and veteran savvy, they can lock teams down. But if they are chasing like they did the previous two games, because remember in St. Louis they gave up an early goal too. If they're chasing from early on, I don't want to say it's lights out, but it might be lights out. Tarek, does Coach Carbs look at Koozie the same way I look at a Rubik's Cube? Like, I'm just completely <laughs> confounded by it. Like, I won't, won't even approach it. Like, he's... He's trying different lineups with him. He's, he's scratch, healthy scratching him every once in a while. I mean, he just seems like he's super frustrated with him. He's only got 15 points on the season, six goals, nine assists. And I, I'm sure that McClellan would try to move him at the trade deadline if there was a taker. I, I don't know how many takers there are going to be for his huge salary and that limited production. But, like, do you think Carbs is just, like, he's had enough of Koozie at this point? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I, I don't know if he's had enough, but I can tell you everyone within the organization is frustrated. I mean, you, you simply can't have a player who's making $7.8 million. That's a large percentage of your salary cap producing at the rate that he's producing on a, on a consistent basis. Mm. I, I mean, the reason you keep him in the lineup is because of what he did last night, right? One of those goals was an incredible, incredible elite world-class pass right to Anthony Mantha. Like that, that's why you keep him in the lineup. And every once in a while, he goes off for a goal and an assist, and that is the difference in the game. That's why you keep him in the lineup. 
But there are just way, way too many nights where he, it just looks to me and it looks like to everyone else, he's just not dialed in. Like, he's just out to lunch. He's not playing the game, you know, um, uh, with the level of focus that, that you need from a player who's making that kind of that, – that much of your cap. Hmm. You know, that combined with, with um, you know, Nicholas Backstrom, you know, uh, taking a leave early in the season. I mean, those are your, – that's your first and second center. I mean, all apologies to Dylan Strome. But those, those guys, you got one who can't play physically. And you got another that is sometimes out to lunch, and it's like it's really hard to win those games. And um, I, I I don't know what the long term implications are with with Kuznetsov because I, I think you nailed it when you said you know, he he's wanted out, he's wanted a change of of uh, mm-hmm. venue. I mean, he has not been shy about the fact that he is you know it's out there. He he has requested a trade each of the last couple of years. The Caps have tried to accommodate it, but you can't just trade a player who every once in a while can win a game for you for a bag of peanuts, for, for a fourth line or, or a late-round pick. You, you, I mean, they aren't at the point now where they just want rid of him. If they are going to move him, which I think is probably the, you know, the right move for, for the player and for the team, you've you got to get back something. Um, and I, that deal just hasn't materialized. And, you know, I, maybe because that's off is also frustrated. He doesn't talk to the media a whole lot, and when he does – He's often kind of silly and and you know doesn't doesn't really tell you a whole lot. Um, but uh, it, it's 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 not a good situation for the player or for the team. And I, you know, let's see what happens here over the next month. I, I'm sure there'll be conversations, but. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you guys can't see me right now, but I'm just kind of doing a face well, right now, now which and, I'm sure you know everyone else does. And now, Tark, they you know they lose a tough one last night, and they got to fly to Denver last night, so they're in Denver. Get in late. You know, who knows what kind of sleep they're getting. And now they're going to play one of the best teams in the league and a back-to-backer, and, and Lindgren will be a net. But Colorado's minus 260 on the money line. I mean, they're a huge favorite. So, And there's 10 teams right now with more points in the Eastern Conference than the Caps. It's getting to yeah, – it, it's, it's that point, Rand. You, you have to win these games. You have to. You are getting to the point in the season, guys. I've covered this team for 20 years, so I've covered good teams, I've covered bad teams, and I've covered the teams that are somewhere in between, which is what this team is. And when you look at the standings, you said there, there's 10 teams with more points in the standings. When you look at the standings, it's not just the fact that they've got to get hot at this point. They've also got to get help. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's, not, that's really – that doesn't happen a whole lot. Like, you've got to have the Islanders and the Red Wings and the Devils. And, you know, you've you got to have three or four teams go cold at the same time that you get hot. Fortunately for the Capitals, while they've kind of gone through this little lull here, the teams around them have also gone through a little bit of a lull. Um, but, I mean – you know, Carberry did not was very succinct last night when he said our season is on the line right now, and it's you know it's unfortunate that they're not playing you know a team that's way behind them in the standings. They're playing Colorado. I was looking at the stats this morning, guys. <clears throat> Dylan Strome and Alex Ovechkin lead the Capitals with 28 points apiece. Uh-huh. <laughs> you look at Colorado. Nathan McKinnon has 77 points. Oh, oh my lord. Rantanen has 60 points. McCarr has 54. And this is a team that has injuries and guys who have taken mental health breaks. Like, it's not like they're, you know, um, they're, they're, they're full strength either. <laughs> you know, like, this is, I mean, they're just, they're, they're playing a different game right now. It's going to be really tough for the Capitals. But, I mean, you know, they, they've got to show up. They've got to show up and they've got to somehow try to get a point. Um, out of this game, get a couple of points, maybe do it against in Dallas, another good team that they've got right after that to close out, um, you know, the first half. Uh, I know they're past the first half, but 
consider you know going into the all-star break they've got to start collecting points they've got to string together some wins because guys on the other side of the all-star game they have the hardest schedule in the nhl mm, that is not inspiring tark we got to run man thanks all- thanks yeah, for the okay. info thanks buddy thanks for having me guys yep. tark thanks, i, I believe colorado has scored the most goals in the league it's gonna be tough tough task tonight coming up next we open up eb's entertainment page right here on the fan Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 